Well, hello there and welcome back into the Direct Selling Accelerator podcast. My name is Sam Hind and I'm your host for this podcast and today I'm very excited to be introducing you to a very special guest. If you've been in business, you're thinking of going into business or you're working in a corporate role right now where you feel that sense of exhaustion, of potential burnout, you're wondering how on earth am I going to get more capacity to do the things that I need to do to be what I consider to be the most successful version of myself? Well, this episode is for you. For many, many years, I have been in both corporate roles and in my own business, working my backside off to achieve all of the things that I thought I needed to achieve in order to be my version of successful. And it wasn't until I came across some very special humans in my life that I realized that what was my version of success wasn't necessarily the best possible definition. I was only looking at one area of my life and not all areas. And so with that in mind, I am very excited to be introducing you today to the amazing James Yates. Now, James has been in the direct selling industry for many years. He's got extensive experience in this very industry that this podcast was made for. But James has also been a successful entrepreneur. He's a speaker, a trainer, and he's the facilitator of retreats to help people reignite themselves in order to be the most successful version of who they are and helping them understand what that might look like for them. I'm really excited in this episode to chat with James about what burnout looks like, how to avoid it, and what to do when you get into that position, something I think so many of us need to really pay close attention to. Our health is critically important to us being the best version of us, not just in our business, but also for our friends and family and those that we love, and most importantly, for ourselves. So with no further ado, I am very excited to introduce you to this very special human being who I know is going to sew into you today in this episode. You're going to love it. So tune on in, grab a cup of tea or coffee, and enjoy. Hello, everybody, and welcome back in to the Direct Selling Accelerator podcast. My name is Sam, and I'm joined today by James Yates. Welcome on in, James. Sam, it's such a pleasure to be here. I'm so excited to uh, to have this conversation with you. I am too. I'm actually super excited about the conversation we're about to have because this fast this is probably a little bit of a selfish podcast. This side of things really fascinates me, and I know our listeners are going to love it too. But as we get into the topic and, and you know, performing at your peak and taking care of all of those different areas of your life and what success really looks like, I want to start by just introducing you to the audience because I'm super excited that we get to have you here. Um, now, James, you have got quite a vast experience in direct selling. I'm sure you're going to uh, explain that to our audience a little today. But you've got, um, I've got here that you're a 20-year veteran of home business, which I'm sure you're going to elaborate on. I'm excited to hear a little bit more about that. I've already heard a bit of that story. But in addition to that, um, you describe yourself as a human potential thought leader and you are an award-winning speaker and coach. So you've been working with 
business owners globally for many, many years, helping them perform at their peak. Can you tell us a little bit more about that past, where you're at now and what you get up to? Yeah, absolutely, Sam. Um, look, it's, it's been such a journey because I started my, I guess, my teenage years just obsessed with human potential. I was always fascinated by what made some people, some people push boundaries and thrive whilst others were just happy to survive. And when I look at that piece, I, I guess as I was growing up, I saw my father work really, really mighty hard, but he was kind of never home. And I know a lot of us can relate to this, right? Yeah. Uh, but he was working and he took the family from, from having nothing to, you know, having a great life. And I thank him so dearly for that. But it really inspired me as I was going through that journey to, to get out of what he was doing. I didn't want to go into the office like he was doing because he was always working these massive hours. And I thought, you know what, there's got to be a better way. So what I thought the better way would be would be to get into the fitness industry because I thought, hey, I could be out in the field rather than in the office, right? So I, I became a fitness trainer at the age of 16 and went on to train elite athletes, some that competed at the highest level. And, um, and that's when I got to really see human potential. That was when yeah. I got to see people go to that, that next level. So it was a fascinating beginning because at such a young age, having a responsibility of training even younger athletes. Like, I mean, I had a, I had a, a client that was at the Olympics at 14 years old, right? And, that, wow. and just, to, just to see that was for the, the rest of my life that has given me uh, the, the, the view that anything's possible, mm. right? Um, and so as I went through that journey, whilst it was a fantastic experience, the reality was that I was trading my time for money. I was exhausting myself uh, and that was not my, I was not hitting my potential, right? But it gave me at least the ingredients and the foundation to begin. At that point, I was introduced to the world of entrepreneurship. I had a, an amazing, amazing man. He was actually my, my best friend's father, um, who was a really, really successful entrepreneur around the world. And he uh, said, James, I want to work with you. So I found myself in a presentation like most of our listeners today, uh, listening to an opportunity, right? And uh, at the time, I didn't know anything about direct sales, about home-based business or network, network marketing. I didn't know any of that. But um, I was introduced to this, this magical world. And, um, and I ended up forging a, a really enjoyable career for 20 years playing in this space. I mean, I, I started off in the field. Um, we built some high-performing teams launching companies all over the world. And, um, and it was a really cool experience because for me, again, if we keep that theme of human potential, what was really interesting was, again, now it wasn't an athlete, but it was looking at people that had nothing and that went on to have everything. And I realized that it, was, it wasn't really about, you know, the, the vehicle. The vehicle often could change, but it was about what made that person tick, what gave that person the ingredients to go to that next level. So I was just you know, I was, I was in the zone when I was in, in, in that space building in the field because I was looking at these people doing great things. Yeah. And over time, I was invited to, to, to work with companies that were doing amazing things and so spent some time in the, the corporate arena in a, in a senior corporate management position and, and went on to be a prominent trainer. That was where my passion lay because I realized that I could use the two ingredients of home business and also this potential piece to help people to really thrive. And so the journey using all of those ingredients got me to where I am today, where I really focus now on helping people to not only create success in terms of the bank account and the time freedom and all of that, but I'm also really, really interested in 
the key piece of my journey that can be also seen in most people's journey, which was in 2011, I found myself successful in, in the career, but burnout, absolutely yeah. knackered, you know, exhausted. We were actually at rock. I remember, what you, Sam, you probably, you, you know this experience, right? When, when you're in a bad state of mind, so you're exhausted, you start making bad business decisions. Right. I'm not going to confirm nor deny. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it, so for, for us, for my partner Chantel and I, mm. I found us. We found ourselves in the UK. We were over there doing some biz. Um, I'd been traveling the world, you know, speaking, and I was I was really exhausted. And and I got to the point where I started to really hit rock bottom. Now that impacted our relationship. That impacted you know the well being physically, mentally, spiritually, all of it. Right. Mm. And at the same time it impacted our bank account because whilst we had cash coming in, I was making poor investment decisions, right? So yep. I started finding myself racking up the debt and getting into a point where it's, it looked like there was just no way out. And so that piece is really what drives everything else that we do today, which is how do we now take someone to the top without the burnout? Mm-hmm. How do we get, I mean, we always used to think that you had to, you know, give up one thing to get another thing, you know. What if you could have it all? What if you could find a way to, you know, become a really, really successful parent, a really successful, you know, um, partner, a really successful business person and have phenomenal, optimal health at the same time? Wouldn't that be amazing? And that's what I'm about. And so um, that's kind of, that's the story that led us here today. Uh, I love that. I know some people probably listening to this right now going, you're right. (laughs) Like I can have all of those things. That's kind of like the dream, right? Yeah. But um, the reason, you know, I I feel that this was such an important podcast interview to do with you today is because I I know that this is so possible. Um, And there's incredible people like you that have dedicated their life to researching and delivering this information to people to help them to be able to be successful in all those areas. So we're going to dive into that. But I want to come back to the burnout thing for a little second, James, because um, there's so much in what we want to talk about today, but I really want to cover off on the burnout because I know for lots of our listeners, and as you know, our listeners are predominantly direct sellers. They're in party plan, network marketing, direct selling, MLM, they identify as any of those things. And these are people who are trying to be successful in the business that they have. And for many of them, they're also parents, they're partners. They often also have a job that they're doing as well. So, you know, they, they might currently be treating their business as a bit of a side hustle to build that up so they can eventually leave the work that they're doing. Um, but they've got all of these balls in the air. And from being somebody who's been there before, and I can tell you, I have been in a state of burnout, not once, but multiple times over my career. And I I certainly can recognize it and understand what that looks like very, very well. I'd love to ask you this question. You know, what does, uh, what do you believe really leads to burnout typically? And what are some of the warning signs that we should look out for in advance? Because I know that for many people, they don't recognize it till they're right in the thick of it. And at that point, sometimes it's a, it's a little bit harder to figure out what to do next. Yeah, it's such a great question. And, and I think we're in a state in the world right now where this is one of the most important questions because for us to navigate the next period, we need to understand how to be yeah. in a state of being able to navigate what's in front of us, right, and being really okay with that. So I think what leads to burnout, I mean, there are so many components of this. 
but it's it's almost like the the, the most important piece for me is that word alignment, right? Mm-hmm. So when I talk about alignment, I'm talking about firstly looking at our highest values and and being really clear on that. And sometimes like we hear what's this value thing, right? We talk about it, we train on it, but sometimes yeah. we don't really clearly connect with what that looks like. And, and, and that's really, you know, your highest list of priorities, that were the things that you live for the, that are most important that you would never really compromise, right? And I feel like burnout often happens for a lot of people, not everyone, but a lot of people, when we stop living in alignment or being congruent with those values. Mm-hmm. So what we're doing is we're trying to please other people. We're trying to do lots of things. We're trying to continue doing something that we created 10 years ago, but we've we've evolved since then, right? Mm-hmm. And so what happens is we keep doing it, but we've moved over here. And what that starts to do is it creates a lot of stress at a cellular level. You know, if you look at what happens in terms of our neurological pathways, how they start to shift you know, we're, we're focusing on what's now not working. And so all of a sudden, now we're starting to manifest more stress. We're starting to manifest things that just don't align in our lives. So I feel like that's the first conversation. Are we all living to our highest values? Are we yeah. living in alignment with who we truly are? Yeah. The next piece is trying to do too much all at once. Now, when we talk about relationships and health and all of those things, you think, oh, that's a lot to think about. But I don't mean it like that. What I mean is for us to be really, really centered with what is a priority and what are we good at and finding a way to support. And this is where the environment conversation comes in. Mm. You know, we often say, you know, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. That's a great Jim Rowan quote, right? And you look at that piece, it's really, really important, especially when you look at your business. Mm -hmm. You know, are there things that you don't like doing? Now, I'm not saying don't do the things that lead to the results, but are the things that someone else could help and support you with, you know, to allow you to have the freedom now to spend yeah. more time with them, right, yeah. to, to be able to work on your health. You know, yeah. an extra hour a day on your health and your family changes the game, right? We're not talking about spending equal amounts of time in each area. What I'm talking about is spending presence in each area. Yeah. And so, you know, for me, I always often say presence equals presence, right? You know, mm-hmm. with your loved ones and your business. So for me, that is a really big part of the burnout conversation. It is mm-hmm. how can I now start to let go of, you know, yeah. what's not serving me? The final piece, and I think this is the most important, you know, I've, I said the first one was the most important. I'm just, I, I think. You're like me. Important. Everything's the most They're important. They're all important. <laughs> My question is when did we all last detox our minds, our bodies, and our environment? When do we get rid of the things that truly, not just the ideas, not just the businesses, but that truly don't serve us? I often believe that if we want to be a high performer, we've got to eat like a high performer. Mm. We've got to sleep like a high performer. We've got to be in every component. We've got to embody that. And I feel like if we can take on that mindset, that gives us the ability to be able to be really aware of making shifts and changes so that that doesn't occur again. Mm-hmm. Now, I often, you know, look at, if I if I look at that 2011 period for me when I was really burnt out, all of this, it, it would have gone over my head at the time. You've yeah. got to be ready. Um, but awareness is key to transformational change. So if just this conversation with you today um, hits someone, right, that says, oh, my gosh, I'm actually needing to align with my values or... Yeah oh my gosh, my environment's not serving me, then I feel like we're starting to really, you know, do what we all need to be doing, which is sharing, yeah. sharing that message. 
Does that make it. sense? It really does. And I think um, what you've said as well about body, mind and environment, I think that's so huge. How many of us uh, focus on the one that is the easiest, which yes. might be body for some, for others it might be mind. I know for me it's it's typically body, but it's it's the the movement element. And then we think we can counteract bad behaviors in other areas. I shouldn't say bad behaviors, but you know, questionable choices that we know potentially aren't serving us. And then environment, what a huge one. And I know that there's lots of elements to that. And we could probably have a whole nother podcast episode just talking yeah. about environment. Yeah. Um, so I think that's so important. And, and the values element there as well, James, where, you know, a lot of our listeners have heard me talk about values before. And uh, I love what you've just said about delegating those things that don't energize us and bring us joy in our business. Because there's always this, uh, I've told the story a few times about my experience with this, it was kind of like that massive aha moment where, you know, you feel like the things that you don't enjoy are your responsibility, but the things you enjoy, you feel guilty doing them because they're clearly not work. So we sit down at work and we do all the things that we hate um, because that feels like work to us. We've got that ingrained in our heads that that's what it must look like. It's amazing conditioning, isn't it? We've we've basically been conditioned that it's meant to be like that. Yeah. I I just, you know, like I used to think I have to do the accounting. I have to do all the books, all the paperwork. I absolutely can't get on the camera and do training with people because I really enjoy that. So that's clearly not work and it's not important. Yeah, yeah. So what a shift when we started spending more time doing the camera work and training people. (laughs) And I got away from the paperwork. Totally. That's exactly right. Can I jump in on that? Because you said the oh, word yeah. energize and yeah. my filter. So this is just something I just, if I walk into a room, if I walk into a business opportunity, whatever it is, my, my first filter is, does this energize me or does it deplete me? Yes. Okay. Right. Yeah. And, and that's a great way of getting rid of what doesn't serve you environment, in an environment as well. Yeah. 100%. We actually had a little session in our Rise Up group this morning where we talked about that. You know, what are those things that don't energize you when you sit down at your desk or you go into work or you're working in your business and you just feel your heart sink when you have to do them? Mm-hmm. Um, what are the things that you get excited to do? And, um, you know, that's a, a really, really, I love that. Um, it's just such a simple question to ask and it's a really great way for us to work out as well what our strengths are, I think, because you tend to be better at the things you really enjoy doing. So I want to talk about this success word because you've mentioned a couple of times, I know you and I've talked about it a little bit. When we first um, met, I, I had like all of these ding, 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 dings going off in my head when you said success doesn't always look like one thing or it isn't just one area. And the, the question that I really wanted to ask you now while our listeners are, are, are checking in on this episode rather than me having a private conversation with you about it, um, I wanted to talk to you about what says success looks like, but also um, when uh, I think a lot of people attribute success to being financial, so money and power, that's that's the two big things. But I just wanted to ask you, you know, can you define what to you success really means? Yeah, absolutely. So there's a few components, a very multidimensional answer coming your way. But right. <laughs> the, first, the first piece for me is success for me means that I have expanded on the person I was yesterday, right? And so I, I believe in getting 1% better. Right. And, and and this goes back to this human potential piece. You know, we often see potential as something that's capped. Like as in when you think about potential, you see it like, right, I've hit my potential, but you never hit your potential. You've always got the ability to grow. 
Yeah. So for me, the best way, you know, when you're 100 years old, you're not sitting on the on the uh, the old couch going, hey, did I hit my potential or not? What you're more doing is saying, did I do my best? Did I mm. give my all? Did I That's make so an impact? Yeah. Right. So these are the kind of questions I ask myself all the time. So the first piece is, you know, have I done my, even at the end of each day, have I done my best today? And then when I wake up tomorrow, you know, how can I, you know, do better? Yeah. It's, it's, it's not, it's not going away from the fact that we're not good enough yesterday. It's going to the fact that we have one opportunity on mm. this planet, right? And let's make the most of it. And yeah. so that doesn't mean we're always striving. Sometimes the best means we become more present, more grounded, focusing on self-care. We've got to keep working on ourselves to expand. And that, that, uh, that gives us the opportunity to make a bigger impact. My ultimate goal is to leave the planet in a better way than when we began. And, and what I mean by that, I don't mean like the planet as an environmental, hey, that would be great if we all make an impact there as well. But what I mean is, you know, on every level that I I, I focus on, right? Mm. So, you know, if, if I can help, you know, the future generations, I've got a couple of young kids and, you know, if I can help them, um, you know, become more prepared for the, 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 the next phase of the world, hey, then I feel like I've done something really, really good. It used to be about freedom. It used to be about, hey, having all the money in the bank so we could do what we want. And I love that. That's really important. Mm. But that's when it begins for me. Like mm. once you've got freedom, that's when the opportunity really starts. Yeah. Because it's where do you then put your, you know, you're not a, it's, it's not based on, you know, survival anymore. It's not based on just trying to get to a point where you can have some time with your fam. It's, it's about, hey, where can we actually help the world? Yeah. How can we make an impact on people? So for me, it's all about that. It's it's um, and this is why I say it's multidimensional. It's it's not one thing. And um, I love taking things outside of a one thing box and turning it into a bit of a, you know, more of a re reflective thing, even for us. If you yeah. ask me this question tomorrow, it might even be different. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> we'll do another podcast episode then. <laughs> yeah, Who knows totally. what we'll get? <laughs> totally. Um, I just want to come back to what you said at the the beginning of our chat today and talking about um, having it all. And I think when I'm talking to people about success, they're sort of, it's, you know, it's the business, it's related to the business. But I want to look at success being, like you said, multidimensional and how do we get that in, and is it possible to be what we would consider to be successful in our health, in our relationships, in our family in our business, you know, financially, um, you know, is it realistic to, to, to say that we can have all of that and all at once, you know, rather than I, th I think in our heads we think if I have to focus on one, everything else will kind of suffer yeah. a little bit until I move over to that next thing. You I kind of, I'm, I'm formulating a question, but I want you to jump in because I can't. Yeah, I, just, I, can't. <laughs> I, t I totally get what you're saying. And so, yeah. I believe, you know, you don't, when you, when I say you can have it all, you don't work full out every single component on everything all at once. Yeah. But you focus on those present moments in areas, right? Mm -hmm. And so you might have a higher priority. It's like, it's like your values again. You might have a, you know, top five priority where you want to be focused on, but it's a matter of really allocating and dedicating some time. I always believe, you know, purpose drives productivity. So you'll be connected. Right. Yeah, and this goes back so to the why conversation again. You've got mm -hmm. to be connected. So, you know, why do you want better health? Why do you want a better relationship? Um, and so for me, I always love just assessing, you know, is this, you know, the maximum of where it could be or is it could it could it be better? Hmm. Where, where I 
believe that this really makes uh, sense is I've got a concept called the expansion zone. And so I used to have business owners come to me and say, James, I want to make a lot of money. Can you help me? And so back then I would, yeah, give them some systems, tools, resources, um, coaching, mentoring, and but it was business focused. And so that's that's a vital component and that's the right answer. But what I started doing is as I went on a bit of a, a journey health-wise after that burnout, which was a whole experience of changing everything I thought I knew that took me to success and literally flipping it on its head. Mm. The first question I, I got asked, and I now ask anyone that says to me, James, can I make some more money? I say, when did you last detox? Right. <laughs> and people are like, what? What's that got to do with money? Yes. What's that got to do with money? But here's the thing. <clears throat> if you clean up the vessel that we're in, right, yeah. and you start to become more mindful. So you might be practicing something that helps you to do both these things. And then you sleep better. And then you move a little bit more. And then you do all these components that are all, all self-care related, right? Mm. You put the oxygen mask on first, you know, yeah. you are able to help more people, right? So mm. that's the first component. What I find, and this is, the, this is the really simple answer to this, you become more intuitive. Yeah. You, you become more connected with who you are. So you're able to make better decisions. So when it comes into business, you're a better, better decision maker. You know, I used to be one of those guys that drove around the car park trying to find a car spot for like, you know, 20 minutes. I'd see one and I couldn't make a decision if that was the right one. So I go to the next. You experienced that, right? Again, I'm not going to confirm nor deny. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that was me. I could never make a decision. Yeah. Well, after I started to detox, it was like that. Yeah, right? wow. You know, it was, it, you just knew. I'm relating this like to supermarket right now. You know, you walk in, you see all the brands, you know, like I need to buy, you know, (laughs) whatever this item is that I need, but I can't decide which one. Or you walk in, you actually totally forget why you were there in the first place. Yes, totally. Totally. (laughs) Well, that's exactly right. You know, so that's, that's such a great example. Some people do this. It's not me. No. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, so for me, the first piece is, and, it, and, and this can happen, this, it's, it's not like you do this first thing and you're not building business. You're doing it whilst you're building business, but that's yeah. the first priority. Yeah. Right? So the first priority is self-care. The okay. second priority, once, once you've nailed the self-care, which obviously you can go into multiple different areas, I gave you a few examples, um, then you go into relationships, which is relationship with self. A whole bunch of people just turned this off, by the way, when you said the R word. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, you know, obviously, you know, I always believe that for us to build a really successful direct selling business, you know, your training ground is at home, right? Yeah, 100%. Relationship, how you deal with things, how you hold space in in situations of conflict or grief, like that's how we become amazing leaders. And so um, the relationship piece is firstly relationship with self. Mm -hmm. What does that look like? And, and, And often it might be standing in front of a mirror and actually being silent and just looking at yourself beyond the physical and then you watch what really happens. That is such a powerful exercise. We're mm-hmm. going to go any further today. Yeah. But by just doing something for you and really connecting in with you, you start mm-hmm. to realise who you really truly are because you've yeah. also detoxed, right? You kind of really clear. <laughs> All right, let's come back to the D word for a second because yeah, okay, I feel go. like yeah. I feel like there's something in this. James is like, let's right. just drill this one we'll home. We'll go to the detox and then we'll go back to the relationship. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so just for our listeners right now, I asked for permission to talk about this because James gets onto our recording today and he goes, look, I'm on day seven of a water fast. Uh, so, you know, like I'm all yours this afternoon. This is all great. And I was like, you're what now? <laughs> <laughs> day seven of a water fast. So number one, can I just say, this is a guy who practiced what he preaches. 
Number two, um, I think a lot of people right now, and and my myself included to a degree. I know we were just talking about this, and um, I'm due to do another detox. I usually do one every six months. I do not look forward to it, James. It's something that I stress about, yep. and then. I do this thing and I know a lot of our listeners do it too, where I'm like, oh, I can't do it that day because there's that thing on. And then, so I need to, I need to like clear two weeks of time because I don't want to be tempted by anything else that's going on. Yeah. Can you help um, sort of walk through what a successful detox might look like and how we might be able to get around some of those barriers that I know people put in the way, which really are just excuses because let's face it, we all know that we need to be giving our bodies a bit of a rest. Yeah, absolutely. So the first piece before we talk about um, how how we go about it or what it looks like, let's talk about why we need it. Mm. So, you know, there's there's many different components of detox. So as I, as I've mentioned before, it could be environmental, so yeah. getting rid of the things that don't serve you. Um, it could be you know uh, relationship detox, not in terms of close family, but <laughs> I'm talking in well, it might be close family for some people, but it, it's often you know people that that drain you. You might yeah. detox from a certain group of people. Mm. But we're talking here physical detox. Yeah. And often what happens is we're eating lots of food and we, we often eat based on an addiction rather than a need, right? Yeah. So the addiction is, you know, we're just constantly smelling, looking and, and trying to taste things and put it in our mouths. And look, to be honest, a lot of the time that we eat, we're actually thirsty and we actually, you know, eat thinking we're hungry. Yeah. Right? So we so we overeat, especially in this modern world, we overeat. If you look at the ancient wisdom, you know, back in the Hippocrates days, you know, ancient Greece and ancient Egypt yep. and all of this, they weren't eating anything near the amount of food, the volume that we mm. eat today. We just got it too good. It's all there it's in front of us. So yeah. we're eating a lot of food, really simple process, goes into the stomach, goes into the small intestine and large intestine, you know, from there. In the small intestine, there's these little villi. And the villi are like um, under a microscope, almost look like seaweed. And they're, they're taking the nutrients in you know, to the, uh, to the body. Now, what happens is generally it can take, you know, two to three hours to absorb. If you're, if you're going and eating like fruit, mm. it would be less than three hours to digest that through that whole process. And once it gets to the small intestine, nutrients go into the body, then whatever else you need, uh, don't, don't need will, will go. Yeah. If you're eating vegetables a little bit longer, once you get to the grains, you know, it can be a huge amount longer, huge amount longer. And then obviously meats and things like that. The, the key is, if we're having, you know, let's say grains at breakfast, grains at lunch, grains at dinner, we haven't even finished digesting what we had three hours ago and we're yeah. having it again and again and again. Mm. Then we're eating packaged foods, which are full of, you know, additives and all these different things that are just not even recognized by the body, putting that on top. You can see what happens here. So as we get into the small intestine, we start to get a lot of, you know, buildup. Yeah. And now the little villi, they're bringing in all of this, this toxicity because it's just sitting there. It's, we're, not di- mm. we're not getting rid of it. We're not digesting it fast enough. So I often say, you know, you, you can either accumulate, uh, you, you can't eliminate and accumulate at the same time. Like, you know, you've got, to, you've got to literally keep eliminating, right? And you've got to keep eliminating. So that means you've got to keep your body healthy. You've got to, you've got to eat mindfully. You've got to eat less maybe more often. You've got to find ways that help the body to optimize its performance, right? Mm. A really, really simple example. So a lot of people are clogged up in that area and they they don't give it a break. And so now there's a lot of energy there, a lot of, you know, the body's trying to digest, it's trying to do its best. But again, we're going and putting foreign things in that, that, you know, 20 years ago, we wouldn't have ever done. Even if you look at some of the ingredients that are going into our foods now, it's pretty scary, the chemicals and all of that. Mm. So that's just one reason why we need to detox there's plenty of others 
But if you look at how to you know, speed up that process, many people do different things. What I find, though, is by giving the digestive system a bit of a break, uh, it can make a huge difference. Now, some people do that by they go raw, you know, they eat raw foods for a particular period of time. Yeah. Some go and have juice fasts. Some do water fasts. And what I've found is over the years, I, I do all of it, right? I, I'm about, like you said, trying something before I teach it. Yeah. And what I've found is that every single approach has its right place, but the, the right approach to detoxing is really finding a way to be mindful about what we're doing more often. Mm-hmm. That's the starting point. So just being really aware, do I need this right now? Yeah. Like, is, is this serving, is this energizing me or is it depleting me? Yeah. You know, it might feel, might taste good, but how do I feel How after? do I feel after? Yeah. Those kind of questions. The next question is, okay, how can I take this to the, the next level? And it was really interesting. I mean, 10 years ago, I, I discovered intermittent fasting and there's been mm. some, some great research around that. And, you know, it's probably a little bit more like it was back in the day where food wasn't as readily available. So there might've been, you know, a big sort of tribal uh, meal at one point, but before yeah. that you might've just been picking on, you know, fruits and berries and things like that and not doing a lot at one period of the day. So that's the concept, you know, that's great. That's a great way of, of, of giving the body a bit of a rest. A lot of people have great research and, and, and data backing that. So I, I, I do that a lot, but what I try to do regularly, and when I say regularly, look, there's been years where I've done it once or twice. There's been years where I've done it three or four times. Hmm. But this is an extended fast. And there's research that came out of the University of Southern California that showed that after three days on water, you could reset your entire immune system. Um, and, and, and if you just think about that for a moment, how big that is, yes. that's huge. Plenty of other research out there. So what I feel is, is really important is not to have anyone that's listening today go straight onto a water fast. You've got to do your research. <laughs> there's a process, so, right? What we're process. talking about this. There's, there's a leading. There's protocol. There's all of this kind of stuff. But for me, I do it for optimization. So yeah. I don't just do it for the physical benefits. There's a lot of mental benefits. There's a lot of, you know, realizations that come out as well. It's a real practice for me that gives me the opportunity to have that extra edge in everything that I do. Yeah. And that comes from, though, that first conversation, which is detoxification. Yeah. So it's a really interesting journey. But I think if we just start off by saying body probably needs a break sometimes. Yeah. There's many different ways of doing it. Try some things, but always seek the right advice with an expert that knows what they're doing. Yeah, I love it. Awesome. And there's so many different ways of doing it. I think what you've said, you know, does it energize me? How does it make me feel? If you're not feeling great at the moment, um, that's a really good indication that your body is saying to you, help me. (laughs) You're probably detaching what's going on with your mental space and what's going on with your business and your success from your health but don't detach it. That's a big mistake to make. So I love what you're saying there, James. That's so true. Now, you said you wanted to get back to relationships. <clears throat> I, I'm very conscious that we're running low on time. Let's. I, wanted, I did want to talk to you about routines as well. I sort of had that in my mix. And I feel like this might be like a part two because I feel like we could have a whole discussion, right, around yeah. routines um, that lead to success. But I really want to come back to that relationship concept you were talking about and um, elaborating on that a little bit. So maybe if we sort of sidestep and come back there, and then I want to yes. chat about your retreats, which I'm so excited about. Yeah, absolutely. No, I can't wait to share. So look, in terms of the relationship piece, to keep it simple for now, that connection with self is obviously that first piece that we spoke about. Yeah. The second piece is the connection with family. And, you know, am I being the greatest partner? Am I being the greatest, you know, 
father or mother out there. And to me, that comes back to the presence. So when we create a little bit more space through that first phase of the expansion zone, which was the self-care, we then start having more of a, we're able to tolerate more. We're able to hold space more. We're able to be more for others as well. Yeah. You know, my biggest mistake in in all of my relationships, and this is so important for, for direct selling and for home business, is that I was trying to fix everything. Mm. I was trying to always step in. I was trying to always give the answer. And I realized that by doing that, that disempowers people. That yeah. disempowers your partner by trying to always do that for them. And what I realized is people just need to speak and to be heard. Yeah, and so that so starts true. at home. If we can hold space, even if there's a meltdown at home, if we can hold space without us getting fired up, yeah, that's one of the greatest forms of leadership later on in business as well, because we're able to navigate those situations. Yeah, people really, really, really appreciate us for that. Yeah. So once we've taken care of ourselves and our relationships, we're also then taking care of our tribe, and the tribe yep. is all about the high-performing team. You know, again, if you've got the I mean, we speak about this a lot in direct selling, right? You know, yeah. who are the board of directors? Who are the people around us, right? Yeah. And um, don't be scared to outgrow your coaches and your mentors. You know, that's okay. You know, um, outgrow the the people that have sponsored you in. Sometimes it happens and that's totally normal. And it's about just making sure that we're constantly assessing, have I got that, that coach? So just like an mm-hmm. athlete would have the nutritionists and the mind coaches and the running coach and all of those different people in their corner, who is in our corner to help us perform in all these different areas? There might be the business coach. There might be the mind coach. That you know, there's again the same thing. And you don't have to pay for all these things all the time. There are going to be people that you spend and invest in, but don't think you have to have a million dollars to have all of these people. Sometimes it's looking up to someone that's done something that we really aspire to be, yeah, and just following in their footprints or. Even asking them the question, hey, would you be open to having a conversation? Mm, Can I pick yep. your brain? Um, yeah. And those kind of things really make a big difference. The final, final piece of the expansion zone once we've done self-care and then relationships is then optimization, mm-hmm. which now goes back to what we teach a lot in home-based business, which is, you know, the why, purpose, um, presence and, and, and influence, these areas are going to be probably more effective. We're going to to be more effective to ask those questions of ourselves once we've gone through that journey. Yeah, that's so so true. If someone says to me, what's your why before I've done a detox? (laughs) And then what's your why after? It's going to be a very, very different answer. We've got to start with something. But, you know, if anyone's listening that goes and detox, I'd love you to measure it. What's what's it look like before? Such a good point. I love that. And I think there's a lot of people that get really confused and almost anxious about the fact that they just don't know. They're not clear on that. Yeah. Um, so true. I love that. And it's so multidimensional. Like, I mean, I, I just give everyone permission, and I know you do too. Um, you don't have to have one why. It doesn't have to be one. <laughs> and it, it doesn't be- have to stay that way forever. It's not, no. you know, it's okay for it to change because you change and evolve just like the world there's, around I mean, you. There's, there's experts out there that are saying, you know your why by the age of 20 and it's the same for life and it's not. It's no. not. <laughs> it evolves. And so, you know, if you find meaning in, if you're a musician and you find uh, meaning in, in playing music, that's your why there, right? And if you yeah. find meaning spending time with your family, and, you know, again, this is, it's all about finding meaning in what you yeah. do. Yeah, absolutely. Look, um, James, I want to hear a little bit about your retreats. Um, we are, uh, of course, um, running out of time and I want to hear all about how what you've been up to because you've got some incredible retreats that you've put together. Um, best at coming from you. Can you tell our listeners a little bit about them? 
Yeah, absolutely. So these retreats started on the back of the experience that we had, right? And we said, if we can, if we can heal ourselves, if we can optimize our performance in life and in business, and we can help other people do the same, how can we help more people, you know, to be able to discover all of this? And so we we created a retreat called the Reignite Retreat. And mm-hmm. this retreat is a four-day, three-night self-care experience that we we actually run around the globe. The last two years, obviously, we've we've been uh, you know been more Aussie local, based, been yeah. Aussie based. But we run these as far as Africa and um, and different parts of the world, and and we stream these often in for for, for different teams over the years as well. Um, with with like a live stream set up, if we've had to, like Love that's it. how creative we got, right? We yeah. you know, online retreats. I never thought I'd be doing this, right? But the concept with this is. We provide an experience and education, and we bring in some of the world's leading experts in those fields that we speak yeah. about. We really break it into four areas. Uh, number one is renew, which is the detox conversations, renewing the body, the mind, and everything else. Number two is nourishing the body, mind, and everything else. Number three is about rewiring. And a lot of that is our neurological pathways, which have been set for so long. We've been living on yeah. autopilot for so long. So we look re- really, how do we? change limiting beliefs and turn them into enabling beliefs? How do we shift habits and behaviours and and really optimise our minds? And the final word is optimise, which is, you know, when you leave an event, the biggest problem I have seen over the years has been you go back to the home environment and you try to integrate all of this stuff and you've got no idea how to integrate. Mm -hmm. So for us, there's big integration conversations. How are we going to actually take this and put it into our life and our business so that you can optimize your performance yep. in everything that you do. And it might be just taking one thing. That retreat is what you really, we, we embody all of those key, key pieces as well. Lots of, um, you know, mindfulness practices. We do a lot of sound and breath and movement and, you know, have a beautiful a meal. Like all the meals are, you know, organic, plant-based, you know, nourishing foods. Um, with the detox uh, process as well, we always yeah. use um, chefs that are really, really well regarded and mm. very, very good at their craft. Um, so there's a really beautiful experience. And we host those. I mean, the main one we've been hosting is in Noosa, uh, where I live in, in Australia. Which if you haven't been to Noosa, it's worth doing just oh, to just see for that. Noosa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. If you, if you can get the retreat in at the same time, great. But Noosa yeah. is beautiful, really beautiful part of the world. And a very big healing hub in the world as well. There's a lot of people that have travelled and and had extensive experience in helping people to really, you know, renew themselves. Yeah. Um, the, the second retreat we have is a five elements. So it's earth, air, fire, water, and ether based um, experiential retreat, and it's a hundred percent experiential. It's 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 basically set on forty acres. The current venue that we use. I mean, obviously, this may change depending on when we are uh, we're doing yeah. these, but. We have a lot of space to be able to really help people to optimize that next step. So it's purifying the body, the mind, the soul. And we do things like lots of breath work, lots of ice baths, lots of fire purification, all of these different things that often we don't experience. And and we do this with a lot of mindfulness around it as well. Mm -hmm. The outcome that people get from all of this is they just feel better. Yeah. Uh, you know, they perform better. I mean, I've had people that have dropped 30 to 40 kilos from just going uh, because, and, and they didn't even know that they needed to. They just they yeah. just did it on the back end from following yeah. the protocols. But that's not the reason you go. I've also had people that have, um, you know, renewed their relationships when it was at breaking point. I've had couples come 
and they were just on the verge, you know, of, of going separate ways. The the amazing um, piece here with us speaking about, you know, direct selling home-based business is that I would say 80% of the people that come to our retreats are from the home-based business profession. Yeah. And the feedback's always been about how the business has improved mm. because they've taken more care of themselves and their team. So it was, you know, the, the, one of the questions I often ask, you know, anyone in home-based business is, okay, so you really now know a little bit more about what you need to do. When was the last time you asked your your team members what their morning routine is? Yeah. Like that's that to me is the most important piece, right? Because if we know what they're doing, then we know they can optimize their performance as well. So we do a lot of that kind of stuff within yeah. our retreats as well. So yeah, it's a lot of fun. A lot of fun. So good. Well, thank you so much, James. I'm I really want to encourage people as well. If you're if you know that, and look, let's face it, all of us need to take, I think, better care of our bodies, minds, looking at the environment, relationships, all those areas are areas we can always grow. We're never, like you said, at our peak state or pinnacle state, I suppose. We've always got more we can do. So if there's anyone that's thinking, hey, I need some guidance with this, or I love what James is saying, or I want to learn more or hear more, um, definitely get in. Where can they find out about those retreats, James? Yeah, so you can go to reignite, which is R-E-I-G-N-I-T-E, life, L-I-F-E.com, and uh, click on the experiences tab and you'll see all the retreats that are up and coming. And Sam, I I, I haven't even actually told you this, but what I wanted to do is give every person that's listening 10% off um, any retreat experience as well. So that'll save you you know, significant amount. I know 10% sometimes yep. doesn't stand a lot, but when you're playing with a retreat, it'll give yeah, you that's quite amazing. a few hundred dollars off, which will be um, awesome. you know, beneficial for people as well. So uh, I'll give you the code. You can drop That'd it. That'd be great. We'll pop it in the show notes for anyone that wants to check that out. We'll put the website link in there. We'll put the um, the discount code in there as well. Thank you, James. That is such a generous offer for our listeners. And I have no doubt that there'll be a bunch of them getting in there to check that out. I know we will be. I've already spoken to Greg about it. I was like, we need this. This sounds amazing. And it's in Noosa. So it's like a no brainer <laughs> um, all over it. But look, James, uh, thank you so much for joining us today. I have got so many more things I want to ask you. So I feel like I might need to hit you up for a part two on this. But I just want to say a huge thank you today for joining us, taking time out of your day. And your water fasting <laughs> to share your knowledge with our listeners. Oh, it's such a pleasure. I really, really enjoy being here. And I just love everything that you and Greg are doing. And, um, you know, to be honest, I said to you when we first met, the world needs more people doing what you're doing right now. So I know on behalf of all your listeners, I'm going to thank you as well, because it, it's it's making a big difference in a lot of oh, people's thank lives. Thank you. Yeah. Beautiful. Such a pleasure and great to chat with you today. I will put all of the details in our show notes if people want to reach out, connect, find out more about what you're up to. But again, thank you so much, James, for joining us. And thank you as well to all of our listeners for tuning on in again this week. We look forward to seeing you on the podcast again next week. But have an amazing next seven days and we'll see you all very soon. Bye for now. If you love this video and you would love more help to improve your direct selling business on social media, then click on the link to join our Facebook group. I look forward to seeing you in there.